everybody. Wow, I'm still adjusting to this new time, aren't you? Aren't we all? How can, how can we... How can I help you? Underdogs, movie trivia, good golly. I still have the old... They call that a Chiron. It used to be called a Chiron. You guys might notice that my voice is way more sultry. Way more sexy today. Because I adjusted my microphone. I have a brand new microphone. Listen to the dulcet sound of my voice. Oh, isn't that wonderful? I should have just used this microphone all along. Our friend... <coughs> Lion Kitty told us about this microphone. I already had this microphone. I should have just used it from the start. But, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. There's always room for jello. Welcome to the show. That's the actual theme for today's show. There's always room for improvement is what I wanted to say. This is the true lesson of life. There's always room for improvement. There's never... Some people just end up quitting. <laughs> I'm not a quitter. Okay? I don't quit. You know... We had a, you know what does quit? My frame rate. My frame rate likes to quit on us. Uh, okay, let me see what I can just throw, throw. Anyway, if you guys are listening to this on uh, the podcast, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Let me update some things here. Boy, oh boy, I'm running around all day. Literally running, running around, running around Fridays. How was your week? The week is over. The week has ceased to exist. But what is a week anyway? It's nothing. There's always room to, for improvement. That's why we got Saturday. That's why we got Saturdays. And there's no Saturday than Saturday. I always say that. There's no Saturday than Saturday. <laughs> Tell me how it sounds. Let me know how it sounds. If you're listening on the podcast, welcome. You can listen to this on Spotify. You can listen to this on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to this <coughs> in the shower naked while holding a beer. I see you. I'm right behind you. It's always the first few minutes that are the greatest because you'll, you'll miss it. You don't get hair in time, you'll miss it. Let me just lower down. I was washing my hair. You know, it's, it takes a lot of time and energy to muster. Mustard. The, the time and energy to wash one's hair. People say that all the time. You know, they. <clears throat> my friend, she made a um, she made a TikTok or a reel. Now it's called a reel. They're called reels, ladies and gentlemen. That's for reels. She made a, a reel about how she's mustering the courage to wash her hair. I'm trying to like crank the sound here, but it doesn't seem to really affect my volume. How's this? I can't control the sound of my vo- the loudness of my voice. The volume of my voice. That sounds better, doesn't it? Let me just check the monitor. Listen, the show is half technical difficulties. Okay? We got it. Sounds good. Sounds wonderful. All right. I'm hearing everything twice. Let me turn this monitor off. It won't turn off now. It's great. I like to listen to Bill Burr sometimes. You ever listen to Bill Burr? His show is not unlike this one. In, in, but in, <laughs> this is very confu- This is very difficult to not feel. I can't talk. Can't do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> I would like to turn off the monitor, but I cannot. There it is. Okay. Thank you, OBS, for always showing us there's a way to fail, but there's always room for improvement, isn't there? Ah, uh, listen to this microphone. Does this sound great? This is the same microphone that uh, Michael Jackson recorded Thriller on. This is of the same quality as Michael Jackson's Thriller, I hope. My hair is, definitely. Let's light it on fire. Well, what did we learn this week? Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody listening, said Queensryche? Is there anybody listening tonight, said we, said Veda, in this very song? Uh... Let's see if Ollie's around. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we can just chat. Have fun. I got a podcast, you know. That means I got to talk for an hour every day. Doesn't mean I have to. I've chosen this life. I've chosen this life for myself. Do I make money at it? No. But you can help by subscribing to Twitch. You can uh, support this channel on Patreon. You can buy a t-shirt. You can do all of these things and help keep the show running. Help pay my cable bill. The cable bill, you know, I always say this. 
Cable used to be like $120 a month, $140, whatever. Cable. Remember cable? Now there's no cable anymore, and then you got streaming services. Thank you for listening tonight. Thank you for lurking, everyone. If you're lurking, let me know if you're lurking. You don't have to, though, because you could just straight up lurk. You can lurk without the lurk. You can lurk in the lurch. But remember, cable used to be like this kind of hefty bill each month, and then you'd have to call cable every year or two and be like, hey, can you help me lower my bill? And cable's like, I don't know how. We, we just give you the channels. And you're like, well, then I can't afford this anymore. And they're like, okay, we'll give it to you for half price. And you're like, wait a second. You could have done that the whole time. They're like, well, you were about to quit our service. You waited 45 minutes on hold in the retention department. You ever wait 45 minutes because you want to quit something and they make you wait? But if you want to buy something, they're right there. The sales department's like, hey, we'll sell you a thing. But if you want to quit something, if you want to, it's the show. Persistence pays off. Do not quit. I forgot the I forgot the other theme I came up with. But how does the voice sound? Does the voice sound better? Does it sound better than usual? Because I use I'm using a different microphone. But I think it's crazy that now with all of the streaming services, I'm actually paying more than I would had I actually just had cable. Hulu is what sixty five dollars a month. Just Hulu. Hello, Uncle Ron. Hulu, hello. Let me just say, I've got a new microphone. Not a new one. It's an old microphone. I'm just using it. Sounds very clear. Okay, good. That's good. You always wanted to hear the voice and the words. Most likable song ever. Most likable song ever. Ah. Coca Cola, Coca-Cola lipstick, rainbow, dance all night, dance all night. Kiss me, 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 lipstick, rainbow, rainbow. Oh, I almost got the lyrics. This is your most likable song likeable ever. Likable song ever. Yeah. People will love it. People will love it. You know, I love it. Kids, you know, I love them. Uh, I almost got all the lyrics that time. I hear it. I hear it. Do you hear it? Wesley. Corn pop was a bad <laughs> Thank you. What are you guys doing this Friday? I'm going to a uh, uh, a drag show. Or is it burlesque? It's burlesque and drag. I don't know. It's going to be fun. It's going to be like, what do they call that? Rand Paul's drag race? I love it. I can't wait. I'm excited. I got my hair washed for that. You ever wash your hair? It's It's a... My friend Kendall made a video of her, like, spending... It was really funny, because she's like, Oh, I gotta wash my hair. I gotta wash my hair. And it takes, like, all day to muster the courage to wash your hair. And it does. It really does. I just spontaneously decided to wash my hair right before the show, and was almost late! What happened this week? What happened? This is the, the show's theme today, is there's always room for improvement. You got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. It's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up and keep moving forward. We learned from Rocky, the underdog. If you missed yesterday's show, we did underdog movie trivia. The winner being Ron Pertee right here. I'm Uncle Ron's trophy. It is shining and it is the new trophy. I'm seriously going to turn those into NFTs. What do you think? I think I could turn them into NFTs and then, you know, you could you could donate to the show and own your own NFT of the, your own trophy. NF trophy. 
You spent your Friday going to the gym after school, and now I can get home gaming to start a break. Wesley, young strong man, developing the biceps. Do it. Do some curls. Wesley's just like, the beach is over there. <laughs> Wesley's just like, casually, I just went to the gym. See? Now I'm going to play video games. That's okay. You got to play. Listen, uh, I develop. I like to work out. I'm not going to lie. I've always liked to work out. Some people don't like working out. That's okay. But you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself somehow. You know, you don't have to, like, go crazy with it. But you got to take care of yourself. You got to put one foot in front of the other. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for jello. I don't need jello because it uses, like, horse bones. You guys know gelatin is made of? Horse, it's like horse bones and cow bones. I'm a vegetarian, you know. It's, it's, it's against my my food religion. Is that what it is? It's like a food religion? I feel like I'm too bright. No one's ever accused me of being too bright. Um, but there's always room. You got to take care of yourself. I'm glad, Wesley, that you do, you're doing the right thing for your own health. You got vaccinated. You're going to, to put one foot in front of the other. Did you go on the treadmill? Did you do curls? Did you lift weights? What did you do? Did you just go to the gym to play video games? How do you do it? Going to the gym after school. I used to go to the gym after school. Do You, you go to Islip Middle School. I know where the gym is. It's at the high school. <laughs> and you just walk across the back lot, the, the, the field, and you go to the high school to work out. That's what I did. Is that what you're doing, Wesley? Are you in the high school? Are you in high school yet? No, you're... I forget. Let us know. Romaine, let us know. Oh, let it snow, let it snow, and let it snow. Listen, it's a stream of consciousness. It can't all be gems. Am I right? Brian Reingold. Is there several? How do I get to... How do I get on live with you? Well, you gotta become a member. <laughs> Brian. You gotta... You gotta... Uh, uh, listen. Brian, Tuesday. Come on the show on Tuesday. I'll give you a link, because I know you like to talk. I love talking to you, Brian. But, Mr. Special, I'll call you. That's Mr. Special. But I have to promptly leave at 5. And I feel like if we get into it, we're going to start rolling, and we're going to just get in the mu- We're going to start talking about coconut water. It's going to be crazy. So let's talk. Brian, I got, I'm going to put you in on Tuesday as a guest. If you're around, um, I'll get you that link. And then you could hop on the air and we could chat live. No, I go to Retro Fitness after school right by brother. Right by brother? Where's brother? Like the brother, the printer? Um, Hope you're well, Brian. I know last time I talked to you, you were in, uh, you're in Cambodia, 15 years ahead of your time. 15 years? Sorry, I read that wrong. I think you said 15 hours ahead of my time. So that means... What's going on in the future? Did we did they invade crime, uh, Ukraine yet? <laughs> Is that what's going on? Let us know from the future. Oh, by your brother. With by oh, okay, with your brother. Uh, which is Stephen? Is it Dylan? Um, well, say hi to your family for me. I might come back to Long Island in the, the end of June. The end of June is when my brother has a birthday, and I will be there to celebrate with my brother and also just hang out with y'all, Stephen. Um, well, and I hope to see you guys, actually, because I'll be in town. I'll be in town in probably June. I'm actually monitoring the, the plane tickets because here's what you do, guys. Here's what you do. When you go on Kayak or one of these sites that aggregates all the flight tickets, you just keep refreshing the page for like three or four days. Because I got a flight ticket. That's what they call them, flight tickets. I got one back to New York over Christmas. I kept recycling the page. It was like $657 round trip to LAX to JFK. $721 round trip LAX to JFK. And I just kept refreshing the page for like four days. That's actually probably like a week. And at the end of the week, I saw $291 round trip. Bam. Got it bought it right there i would have paid like two three times as much as that you know what they do they algorithmically sell you the tickets 
they figure out that you're searching for stuff and they open up new flights. It's this whole thing. So they just randomize. I don't know if they randomize the prices, but I'm telling you, there's an algorithm to the prices to get people to like actually buy. There's some kind of weird human behavior manipulation going on there, which is, you know, profitable. <laughs> just ask every corporation ever. Maximize profit, minimize loss. You know what they say? There's always room for jello. And there's always room for improvement. Guys out there, there's always room for improvement. I think that's... Just remember that. Just remember that you 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 do good. Do as best you can. And, uh, you know, maintain that as far as long as you can. And see what else you could do to improve. That's It's a life lesson. I think people sometimes, they just settle. They just hit a point in their life where they're like, oh, I'm good. I don't need to learn anything else. I don't need to do anything better. I don't need to do good. You know? And you know what I say to those people? Feh. Am I right, Ron? Feh. Um, it's coming. Yeah, it is coming. They're they're gonna they're gonna invade Ukraine. It's gonna be insane. I tell you, it's gonna be World War Three out there. It's kind of scary. White people have not attacked white people since World War Two. It's very scary. It's very scary to white people when white people attack white people. Because <laughs> usually the brown people attack us <laughs> or we attack the brown people. And we feel fine about that. That's okay. If you're from Asia, if you're from the Middle East, we'll drop bombs on you all day. It's, it's all good. <laughs> but when uh, the, the white people in Eastern Europe, especially very white people, Eastern European white people, are going into other white people countries trying to get trying to get their land I guess that's what it's all about everybody's like I, I, you have something I want give it to me now come on man but white people about to attack white people like Hitler marched into France and he's like oh Eiffel Tower it's mine now look at that cause we white people white people attacking white people it gets scary the USA got done shite other than sanctions. Yeah, this is this is Biden. Hey there, um, you know, yeah, yeah. Listen, Buster. Listen, Tiger. Let me tell you something, Tiger. Here's the deal. I am the president. Okay. Now you go, you go in that, you go in that country, and I'll just tell you. Listen, listen up, Chief. I see you go into that country. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna see you do it. We're, we see you. You're lining up. You're lining up. That's a, you know. It's like what? Well, okay, so because because America is like we don't bomb white people. That's what we've learned. <laughs> Insane in the Ukraine. Welcome Studio NH. Welcome to the show, Studio H. Listen, Buster. Uh, I'm the president of the United States. I'm ba- I'm, I'm, I'm Batman. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna answer. you you enter Ukraine. We're, listen, Russia. You, you, if you you can't do that, okay. All right, well, you know they're, they're about to do it. You can't do it, okay? Just we're the we're the United States, and we're gonna you know you can't. Come on now. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, I'm President Batman. President Biden Batman. Batman Biden. Okay? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, for Chief Cap El Capitan. Come on, man. Here's the deal. I don't know. I'm just saying. What are we going to do about it? Like, literally, literally, uh, Putin is like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? He's got like a real New York attitude about it. What are you going to do about it? 
Yo, give me this, give me a slice of pizza. I ain't gonna pay for it. What are you gonna do about it? I'll tell you. That's how it's going right now. It's crazy. He's trying to do it with diplomacy instead of bloodshed. I commend him for it. No one else needs to die. I know. But that's the thing, Ron. They're like, Biden's like, we <laughs> Putin is like, what are you gonna do about it? Oh, you gonna tell me not to do it? Oh yeah? Watch me. That's he's he's kind of got that attitude right now, and it's not it's not very nice. Putin's like And uh, Biden's like game over, man. It's game over. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, what are you guys doing this Friday night? I'm going to go hang out with some friends. Um, I'm going to just do that. I've been hanging out every single night. You know what? I, I moved the show up earlier to 4 p.m. Because um, it was around 6. The sun went down and I'd just stay in for the rest of the night. Maybe talk to friends on the phone. But I've decided that since COVID is... I've had COVID already. <laughs> and I've got two vaccines and a booster um two vaccines a booster and some antibodies listen i'm ready to go i'm ready to go and wear a mask and be very careful about it but i need to get out and see people (laughs) and i know that that sounds uh uh you know it's not flagrant at this point i'm doing everything i've done everything to mitigate it you do everything to mitigate it we're going to outdoor venues come on there's a very low chance I'll catch it and spread it at this point. Uh, monthly Zoom call with friends tonight. Well, there you go. I had a weekly Zoom call with friends for the first year. Well, I was only attending for the first year of the pandemic. The last year of the pandemic, I have I bowed out of those weekly calls. Nothing. No one wants to be around me if I'm not online with them. Well, I appreciate you guys being online with me. I appreciate uh, Brian being 15 hours into the future. I wonder what's going to happen. I really do what's, what's, wonder what's going to happen with Crimea and all that. Crimea River. Listen, that's a bad joke. I like it, though, because it makes... I'm everything for the pun. Sounds better, right? I was, like, tweaking the sound. I was listening to the podcast just, just on my run just now. And I said, you know, my voice does not sound right. It sounds drowned out, and it sounds, yeah. And I said, I know how to do some audio stuff. I've been a musician. I've been in the recording studio. I pilot. I fly. So I, I, I adjusted the mic and I twist, twisted the knobs and I, and I pushed the buttons, and here we are. Now with some velvety sounds. Very thoughtful throttle. If you're just tuning in, please subscribe, like the video. Do whatever you can to help support the channel. It's very simple. That's all you have to do. If you subscribe to the podcast and just listen to literally more than 30 seconds of it, it uh, counts as a play. And then I get literally one penny, I think. It's like 500 plays, I got $2. And 50. It's, it's, it's something like that. It's like for every five plays, I got a penny or something. I don't know how science works. I don't even know how math works. But uh, I implore you to do so. I would, it would mean a lot to me. I hope I can talk about things that you're interested in hearing. I hope the new sound of my voice keeps you uh, stimulated mentally. Let's see what else is trending. Trending. Oh, man, they got the troops lined up against the border. For me. I guess they heard me talking about it. Explosions in eastern Ukraine prompt increased global tensions. Woof. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I hate it. I hate war. I hate bloodshed. We don't need it. We only need it in the movies, like Star Wars. Humans need, on some level, I guess, some kind of idea of, like, combat. But we don't have to do it in reality anymore. We could just do fake movies and football and get massive head wounds, traumatic brain injuries. That's all we need. We don't need bloodshed. We just need people getting severe dementia when they're 40. We don't need them to die. We just have to let them, you know, I'm not going to go there. 
There was a guy. What was Chris Benoit? The wrestler. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna describe that story. It's horrifying. Uh, Din Jaren is trending. John Williams has composed the theme for the upcoming Obi Wan Kenobi TV show. Of course he did. Of course he did. Interesting. They're trying to really like soup up the the new Obi Wan Kenobi show. They're trying to soup up flavor flavorify the Star Wars universe that uh, Disney is continuing petru- perpetuating on their platform Disney Plus. We watch it here. We watched Book of Boba Fett. We got through it at least. At least two or three of those episodes were incredible, but the rest I could have done without because they were just honestly pointless. It's a little bit of a stumble, as they say. Mark Hamill and Daisy Ridley really do be looking related. Thoughts on Encanto? Great question, Wesley. Appreciate you prompting me with that. Loved it. I loved it. About five minutes into it, I was like, I bet you Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote this one. I didn't know that going into it. And I Googled it. I was like, yep. I enjoyed it. That's me, Encanto. I, lo- I love that kind of stuff. I loved the other one Lin-Manuel Miranda did, Moana. You're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome? I love it. I love all that. I could sing just as good as a rock. My thoughts on Encanto. What are your thoughts on Encanto? My sister said she watched it 27 times already. But I'll tell you this. Uh, we don't talk about Steve. <laughs> What's the number one song in the country again? We don't talk about Bruno. You know, it's funny because the one thing about Bruno, the Bruno character, is that I kept hearing John Leguizamo's voice coming out of him because I know John Leguizamo's voice. He's a very recognizable voice. He's a very recognizable character. And I said to myself, I cannot associate the animated Bruno because all I keep seeing is John Leguizamo. Did that happen for you at all? Or was it easy for you to like accept Bruno's voice as his own voice? Because I, I for for one, just couldn't get out of my head John Leguizamo. It just sounded like John Leguizamo talking and then like this person that didn't look like him talking. A lot of times when they do these animated features, they kind of uh, draw on the likeness of the actual person a little bit. So it's interesting to me. That was the only... That was the only thing that really detracted from it for me. It kind of took me out of it a little. The music is recognizable. I do love Lin-Manuel Miranda. I am a big fan of Hamilton. I loved that musical. I went and saw it at the theater down the street. It's still playing for like another month or so. So if you guys want to go see it in L.A. here at the Pantages Theater, you, you can go right ahead. You could go right ahead. What do you guys say? Is this, does his voice sound better? What do you think? I realize I gotta like touch my face to the microphone, touch my face to the microphone to make it sound good and sexy. This is the ASMR channel for Aristotle Full Throttle. Listen to me, talk to you, and ASMR. Everybody's changed the channel already. Don't change the channel. Stay here. Let's play the thumbs. The music is recognizable, just like that one. Remember the Lin-Manuel classic? We love it. You're going to Broadway to see a musical. What musical are you going to see? You know, it's funny, uh, Wesley. I've only seen about four or five Broadway shows in my entire life on actual Broadway. Uh, I should have seen more. Everybody, I grew up in New York. Why wasn't I at a Broadway show every week? Probably because... Let me let you in on a little secret. I was in musicals in high school. I didn't realize that people liked the music for musicals because I was into rock and roll. I was into actual popular music. But it turns out there's a whole group of people, human beings, that listen to the soundtracks of musicals. Like, unironically, like they, like they enjoy the music. For music, I, I, it was just shocking to me to learn this. Judy could tell you. I, I would, we would show up, get our makeup like four hours before we'd go to get our makeup, hair and makeup done before the musical. Before, uh, you know, there's a curtain call. Curtain call's at the end. What's the beginning? 
forget. That's probably on the test. We had to take a test to join the Thestric Patriot. We had to know what a preceding march was. And I was like, listen, I'm not a gynecologist. That's a bad joke, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I should have said Perinia March. That's it, even funnier. I'm not a urologist. Sounds better if it's you make it fun of a guy. That's never as funny when you make fun of, like, it's always funnier. Why is this funnier? This, this is a little sidetrack. Why is it always funnier? This is what I've noticed. If a, if a girl goes, like, streaking, there's something, like, enticing about it. But if a guy goes streaking, it's hilarious. <sighs> Anybody ever notice that? It's just nudity, people. It's just human bodies. Everybody's got one. Most everybody in the world has two hands. So I would go to the curtain call or whatever, get the makeup done. And people, the kids, the other kids in high school, I'm sitting there listening to Nirvana, listening to Soundgarden, listening to Tool Pearl Jam, and listening to every 90s band you could think of. And these kids were singing, listen to the music of the night. I, I got the, there was a little hole in the music there and I sang through it. Uh, but, <clears throat> dear Evan Hansen, even Hansen, um, I remember Hansen, I could play you that song. But I'd sit there and I was like wondering, why do these kids, are they like seriously knowing all the words to these songs? Are they, because you guys know that there's actually good music, right? That's what I said to them, because I was a jerk. <laughs> I was being a wise guy. But when Hamilton came out, I saw some of it, and I was like, wow, that's actual rock and roll music. That's hip-hop and rock and roll. I can dig it. I can get behind it. Even Jesus Christ Superstar, I was like, come on, man. What is this? What is this nonsense? Well, I can get behind rock and roll hip-hop. But I believe... For the next 30 minutes, I'm only going to play you this. My guitar hasn't been in, in tune for weeks. Let's, let's play the tuning game. Ready? Watch this. That's in tune. That's in tune. That's in tune. do that i've probably done that 157,000 times by now but uh I actually um, think those kids were good musicians, actually. The song, you may or may not like the song, is catchy. It's, it's, it's not a terrible song. It's, it's catchy. Literally, I, I would say that it's not a great song because the lyrics could have been a little stronger than Mbop. You know, there could have been, you know, what is this, the Anthony Kiedis school of lyric writing? They're like ning nang 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 ning nang bop bop bop. These kids, I mean, but for for kids who were like literally four years old, it's it's it's, it's, it's a achievement. I mean, they could have been. It's basically Mozart. That's what I'm saying. The best Broadway show I've seen is The Book of Mormon. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wesley, how old are you? Because <laughs> that show is raunchy. <laughs> it is raunchy. And it's hilarious. Uh, I would say, Wesley, that is the funniest musical I've ever seen. I fell out of my chair. I almost, I was dying. I couldn't breathe in the first eight minutes of that show. <laughs> Probably the first, yeah, first eight to ten minutes of that show, I could not breathe. Because I was laughing so hard. And I just had no idea. I had no idea it was that ridiculous. And raunchy. It's a raunch fest. It's great, though. Uh, 
I mean, I can't believe they get away with stuff like that. Trailer, trailer Parker and Taylor, Trailer Park and Taylor, uh, Trey Parker and Matt, Matt Stoner. Trailer Park and Stone Matter, Matt Stone Gossard. They're so funny. And you know the secret of comedy. I, I revealed it yesterday. It's got to be funny. <coughs> I should have a cough button or push a button and I can cough. I second the Book of Mormon. It's fantastic. Seen it three times now. Man, oh man, I, I don't know if I could handle three times. I died laughing the first time. So I've been dead since then. And, uh, you know, it's not that bad. You only die once. That's, what do they say? YOLO? You only, YODO. <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> uh, well, I hope this show is entertaining to you. It's entertaining to me. I'm, I'm having a fun time. I do appreciate you guys hanging out every day and uh, listening. You guys can listen to the podcast. Every, uh, I pretty much upload about three podcasts a week, so you can go check those out. We've got the trivia that we played yesterday. We played underdog trivia. And a couple of uh, discussions. We had a discussion on Wednesday about uh, that racial mall fight in New Jersey. Frickin' New Jersey. Who likes New Jersey? Except for, I guess, New Jerseyans. But, you know, the Garden State? Come on. What are you growing? Sewards? The Garden State? Huh? kind of guards you know people are like <laughs> they always say well the new jersey turnpike it's a whole thing and i'm like yeah it's just that's the only thing i like about it it's go, being able to drive to the other side of it you're 13 now all right well that's fine i mean you can handle it obviously kids can handle things we don't give kids enough credit we think oh no we should shield them from the world we should pad the world we should make sure that these kids don't see the things that they're going to eventually see. You know, maybe it, it reminds me of Scientology. I don't think kids should see everything all at once, but Scientology and other cults. <laughs> That's the name of this episode, Scientology and other cults. They sit there and they, they have like 15 levels of Scientology and it costs approximately like $3 million or something to get to like the highest level of Scientology. Because you just pay for courses. Scientology isn't even considered a religion in Germany. R Germany will not grant them religious exemption from taxes and stuff. Because they say, you guys are a club with membership fees. You're not a religion. You're a club. So it's interesting that Germany does not consider Scientology a religion. Because you know what? It's not. It's a cult. But what's the difference between a religion and a cult? Well, the only difference is in a religion... I'm sorry, in a cult, there's someone all the way at the top of a cult who knows it's all BS. And in a religion, that person is dead. That's the only difference, really. That's, that's, that's a fact, in my opinion. <laughs> that's a fact, in my opinion. <laughs> I love how that's that's the world we live in right now. You know... In my opinion, that's a fact. <laughs> that's literally the world we live in. Alternative facts. But in Scientology, you got to pay to go through all the different levels of it in order to get to the highest level. And then by the highest level, they're sitting there telling you about like aliens and B-52 bombers that are exploding volcanoes that are trillions of years old and all of this kinds of nonsense and cops are coming to get me the scientologists are coming to get me the scientology building is like two blocks away from me so they probably hear me and they're coming after me so it's interesting that you gotta pay to get all the way up there so kids what i'm saying is the way scientology grooms you indoctrinates you they're like you're not ready for the information that we have for you there's information all the way at the top that you need to you need to be go through all of these levels before you can even comprehend that an alien dude dropped nuclear bombs and volcanoes trillions of years ago. There's no way for you to un be able to understand that unless you go through the levels. And that's what they kind of con you into doing and paying them off for. So what I'm trying to analogize is that children... can understand things they can understand what i just said they can understand Zeno, zinu speaking of cults would you like to join my religion and give away all of our 
our money to the leader. No benefits. We just give away the money to end rights. Yeah, they call that tithing. You got to tithe. I think you're supposed to give like 30% of your income to the church or something ridiculous. <laughs> tithing. Uh, you don't want to be tithing. We learned a new word today, ladies and gentlemen. It was called tithing. Last night, I... I <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, this this podcast is just going to be me remembering things and laughing to myself. That'll be mostly the podcast. Well, I'm excited to go out. I'm excited for you, Wesley, to go see a Broadway musical tomorrow. You're going to see... What are you going to see again? I forgot what you said you are going to see. Um, it's been a minute. But I'll be in New York in June eating pizza and bagels the entire time because you know what? I like New York in June. How about you? I said. Remember that uh, actor from The Fisher King? He was doing, he did a really perfect, like, uh, what's her name impression? Oh, I just had it. I don't, I, I just had it and I just lost it. I'm supposed to get dressed up tonight. I don't know how to get dressed up. I don't get dressed up. I got a shirt on. I got a t-shirt. It's a new one. It's a brand new shirt. Never wore it before except for when I tried it on. So that's what I'm going to wear, a t-shirt. Sometimes people, you know, they put a lot of... I get it. You want to get dressed up. You want to look dressed up to the nines and it's fine. I just wear a t-shirt. That's me. I play rock and roll. See, I was on that. Uh, I was in that Nissan commercial, which I'm excited about. And just because I'm in a car commercial doesn't mean I can pay my car payment. So please support the channel. <laughs> I'm happy. That, and then hopefully that Nissan commercial can pay for my Toyota. Put some pearls on and make it fancy. That's what I'll do. I'll put some pearls on. Listen, I didn't say I was going to be in drag, but you know what? You gave me an idea. I'll see what I got. I'll see what my friend got in her closet. <laughs> Listen, I know this is a drag show. Do you have a dress for me to wear? Because I would like to put some pearls on. So I could clutch them. I'd like long silk gloves and some pearls. Please. Did your Goldberg episode even air? Well, let's find out. That's a good question. The episode's title is called The Downtown Boys. And if it did, I'll download it and put the clip in the... Discord, and if you want to see the clip in the Discord, you can subscribe on Twitch, and then you get access to the Discord. It's really, really fun. Downtown Boys is the name of the episode. So if you want to Google that, boys, the Goldbergs. Listen, I don't watch TV. <laughs> I'm just on it. Let's see. Oh, I'll be excited, though, if it aired. March 16th. It comes out March 16th. That's, the, that's like a month away. Hopefully the show lasts until my episode. Because if it doesn't, I'd be on another show, I guess. I'd have to be on another show. My, my goal, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, and I don't care if you're not, I'm going to be on a show. I'm going to be on a show. Not just the Goldbergs, but I'm going to be on a show. That's what I'm going to do. And it's going to be fun. And you're going to be like, oh, I know that guy. He's the guy from the thing where he just talked about nonsense for like an hour every day and and I'll still be doing this show. But I want to be like the the guy who played janitor. And he went on to be on that other show too. With uh, the woman from Everybody Loves Raymond. But uh, Patricia. No, no, it's not. What's her name? She's very conservative. But there's that actor who played janitor on Scrubs. That's the kind of role I want. <laughs> the guy who shows up and is like, I knew a guy who just had a pinky to thumb on one hand and an index finger. We called them pinky thumbs. That's it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. And go on tour with rock rock musicians. Some Put some pearls on and make it fancy. Uh, so March 16th will be my episode of Zegildbergs. Let's sign a petition to make sure that they keep the show going until then. Am I right, Will? You got the touch. Is this Will? 
Well, how's the mic sounding to you? I got to do, I'm using the SMB7. That's the one I'm using right now. Because I like to sound like Michael Jackson's Thriller. Because they recorded the whole album on this mic. A lot of people use this stuff. This is the, the official podcasting microphone. See? It's really the one that everybody uses. I've had it for years. I just never used it for the podcast. Crisp and clear with no caffeine. Good. Uh... Will, we were just talking about always room for improvement. <laughs> There's always room for improvement, I think. There's always room for Jello. There's always room for improvement. We were talking about musicals. We were talking about what were what were we talking about? I don't even remember. I just talk, but you know, enjoy it. Very NPR NPRy. <laughs> Hello, welcome to. NPR. Today, I am Terry Gross. I'm Terry Ill Gross. Terry Ill Gross. And today we're talking with Adam Driver. Adam Driver, do you want to hear you singing a musical? Uh, I can't. I can't listen to that. I can't listen to myself or see myself on screen. There's always money in the banana stand. Exactly. Nice... Uh, Rested Development Reference The Banana Stand This coming this summer The Banana Stand How's it sound? Is it soothing? I hope that you can put this You know there's that app Calm It's gotta be interesting to be an actor who's like I will read from this book and hopefully You'll be so bored you'll fall asleep Hello Welcome to Calm. Tonight, I will be reading from Animal House, the musical. And then he said, zero point zero. You, I've never seen anyone have a worse score. Food fight, he exclaimed. Now I shall sing you food fight. From John Landis's, sorry, Ivan Reitman's. Who directed Animal House? R.I.P. Ivan Reitman. You know what I always said? He was the Reitman for the job. Musical theater is willfully maintained cultural blind spot. Is my willfully willfully maintained cultural blind spot. You know, is this will, it takes a lot to stomach watching a group of people voluntarily burst into song and dance after just usually just talking to each other. And then suddenly they're singing Food Fight, the musical. Not to be confused with Banana Hammock. There's always Money Mike in a Banana Hammock. Do you mean Magic Mike? Yes, it was John Landis. Correct, correct, correct. That was my first thought, and then I remembered that Ivan Reitman died, and John Landis and Ivan Reitman were the two comedy powerhouses of the early 80s. And Ivan Reitman, excuse me, just burped in your arm. This is the ASMR. I need that button. Ivan Reitman and John Landis. I used to hang out with uh, Max Landis, but Max Landis is a complete... And you could read about him. Read about Max Landis. He's not a. He's not a. Everything I've read about him is true. So you can go ahead and read about him. He was like one of my first like friend groups in L.A. Was Max Landis? He took me into his group of friends, and but you know, honestly. Because I'm a photographer, he was—he just wanted free photos of him, and I'd be like, I'd submit the photos, and he wouldn't credit me. And listen, that's not fair, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Always credit your photographer. Here's a fun fact: if the actual copyright of the photo that is taken, 
belongs to whoever pushes that button. So, Wesley, if I set up a gigantic, beautiful themed scene with like special effects and all kinds of stuff, and you know, obviously, I'll, I would get credit for the set design and set dressing and, and, the, and the makeup and the costumes. But, Wesley, if you walked up to that button and you pressed it, you're the copyright holder of that, that particular photo. It's kind of an interesting little fact. But you should always credit your photographers. Speaking as a photographer, someone takes a picture of you and it's amazing and everybody's like, wow, that's an amazing photo. It's because someone took it of you, unless it's a selfie. Unless you put your phone on the stand. It's always nice to do that. There's always credit in photography here. Because I'm a photographer. I'm a professional photographer. And I think that is important to be credited. Credit where credit's due. That's always been a... uh, That's always been a... Sore spot for me. Credit where credit's due. Some people like to take... They like to glom all the attention. They like to glom all the credit. But I give credit where credit is due. And now I just never thought that that was like something that people didn't do until I saw it with my own eyes when I saw it with people I've worked with where they're like, yeah, I did everything. And you're like, wait a second. You didn't though. On account of you not doing everything. But it's interesting. People just, uh, I don't know if that's ingrained or if it's learned or what, what it is, whatever it is, but you should always give credit where credit's due. Always credit your photographers. I know some of you might be like, oh, dang it. I don't do that. That's okay. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. But you don't have to take my word for it. Uh, Max is your Eddie Brock. Yeah. (laughs) I guess so. Um, yeah, Eddie Brock was taking all the credit, right? Is scumbag an adjective you're looking for? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good adjective. Sung dialogue is my artistic kryptonite, and I was actually thinking of Magic Mike. You know what? Since we're talking about musicals, the only types of musicals I actually genuinely enjoy, for some reason, are movie musicals. Musicals that are made specifically for movies, because there's a weird suspension of disbelief that I can... I can go to for that because I'm like, it's a whole other medium where it's just audio and visual. When there are people standing in front of me doing the things, sometimes it's a little bit like, ah, this is weird. You're doing this right now. Can't we just film this and show it to me later? So there's something about movie musicals like, Little Shop of Horrors. I don't know if that was an actual musical first, but I can. I really like Hamilton, the movie version. What other musicals? I like the movie. I like movies that incorporate music, like diegetic music. That is music that the characters inside the movie also are hearing or playing. There's non-diegetic music, which is played over a scene or a montage or something, so the people aren't necessarily listening. We're listening to that music. So there's the diegesis and the non-diegesis. Diegesis Christ is who I pray to. But I like movies like Frank, which have music in it. And the bands play the music and they're listening to the music and they're jamming to the music. And it's actually gives you a feeling of a vibe of what's going on. It doesn't have to be like sung dialogue, as Will says. Um, you know, it, it's really interesting to me. Especially rock operas and stuff like that. Rock, rock and roll. I mean, I'm biased, obviously. Everybody can like their own thing. Everybody can like whatever they want. Wesley can go and watch a musical tomorrow and enjoy the heck out of it. Your short list is Once uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. That's a good one. The guy who pl- who came up with all of the Hedwig and the Angry Inch is playing the Tiger King in the, like this show version of it, which is a comedy version of it. He's playing uh, Joe Exotic, apparently. Which is, I don't know, I guess. I I can't get into the Tiger King. I don't want to watch the Tiger King. I do not 
for the life of me, I cannot. I just can't. I can't watch a show where I know tigers are in it because tigers do not belong in cages, in my opinion, which is a fact. They do not belong in cages. They do not belong. It's just abuse to me. I can't. If you want to go see a tiger, go to the Serengeti. I don't know. <laughs> or wherever. Go to India. Go to Africa. Go look at a tiger. Go look at the Bengal tigers in Bengal. Go look at them there and risk your own life by getting attacked by them. If you are so curious about a tiger, that's why we got photographers like me. Maybe I'll go, well, not like me. I'm not going to go photograph a wild tiger. Maybe I would. Actually, maybe I would. Maybe I should just do some photojournalism from now on. It includes touring. It includes photos. And I could sing and dance just to, for myself, really. Yeah, Willy Wonka was an incredible musical. It's kind of a weird musical because it's the songs are very far apart. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's a good one, though. I love Willy Wonka. But if you want to go see a tiger, go. You, go. I don't like zoos, man. Just think about it for a second. Shut down SeaWorld, please. These are beautiful, magnificent animals. We should go to where they live and go look at them there. We should photograph them and film them so that we can all marvel at their, their beauty in their natural environment instead of keeping an orca inside of a giant tank to the point it goes in completely insane and murders, well, not murders people, just says, does what it does, you know? People swimming with an orca trying to get to, like, jump off its nose and stuff. Get out of here! Now this is my personal agenda. Love it or hate it. I don't like it at all. Get rid of it. Get rid of SeaWorld! There's always room for improvement. Well, we can improve the human race by anybody who wants to go to SeaWorld, we just dump them in the sea and say, go look around. We say, hey, here's here's Kevin Costner. He'll show you. That's the, that's the Wonka quota. Yeah, wonky. One song per occupational hazard attempted child delifting. It's ours, Charlie. Fizzy lifting drink. I would like some. Seems like a magical thing, you know? You'd, you'd want to share that with the world, wouldn't you? You'd fly suddenly? Willy Wonka, what are you doing? Inventing all this crazy stuff and not telling anybody about it. Patented secrets. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move to lips just a bunch of gibberish gibberish that's that's also today's theme judy had sushi last night sushi's good though you know kitty sushi <laughs> that's okay i eat avocados in my sushi but uh i mean that's it i'm tapped out it was a good week we had a good week this week all week it lasted almost since Monday. And here we are. Be going out every night. Going out tonight too. I don't think I went out on Monday night. Monday night might have been the only night I didn't go out this week. Because I cannot stay in anymore. Me and my natural environment is probably the stage where I actually play music. I don't sing the dialogue though. I just rock out. I, play, I perform for you. You know what I discovered today? Um... Belts like your life depended on it. This is the moral of the story. Yeah. Because then I'll bring you back down to earth. You know what I discovered today? I was watching a clip that my friend Keith sent me of Dave Grohl playing the drums on Smells Like Teen Spirit. And Dave Grohl playing those drums on Smells Like Teen Spirits. Well, thanks, Judy. Thank you for being here. Just hang out for one second about this Dave Grohl story because it's pretty cool. Uh, Dave Grohl, he's like going like this. He's moving like this. And I've been, play I've been trying to play that drum beat for Smells Like Teen Spirits. It's got a tricky kick. It's got this like really tricky kick part. But today I decided to move like Dave Grohl while playing it. And it is absolutely necessary to move like he's moving where he's swinging his arms and rocking his body and banging his head. It's 
completely necessary in order to play that beat correctly. So that's what makes Dave Grohl a great drummer <laughs> and a great part for a great song. You got to move with the beat. You've, you've got to like literally rock your body in order for that to sound right. So I was, uh, it just was like a revelation. It was the final piece to the puzzle because I've been trying to play that song accurately for months and I hadn't played it in a couple months. And I just said, I was just like, I was just like getting this aggression. I was hitting the things like I was hit. I was moving like Dave Grohl. And that's how you play the song. There's no other way to play that song. If you try to just play it, it's not going to sound right. You have to like your the way his body is swaying with the beat. It is how the beat is played. So if you see someone trying to play that beat and they're not banging their head and swinging their hair around and throwing their arms down as hard as they can and rocking back and forth, they're not playing it right. And there's a discernible difference. Uh, and that's what I learned today. <laughs> that's what I learned today. Well, I hope you all had a wonderful week. I sure did. I had a very, very busy and wonderful week. I've been going to bed way too late. I need to start going to bed at my bedtime. I keep getting up, like, super early. But that's, that's just my thing to deal with. I hope that you're able to sleep soundly. Have a wonderful night, Judy. To all your friends, I said hi. You know, I always enjoy hanging out with you guys here every day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's a very specific Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I like when you're here and we're chatting about these things and... You know, it's daily thoughts, daily meditations. Some of these things are funny. I find everything funny. You don't have to find anything funny, but I'm glad you do. I think there are people in this world that just don't have a sense of humor, and uh, I don't know how to communicate to those folks. They also think that you're trying to be funny. They're like, oh, he's trying to be funny. I'm like, not trying. I just, this is literally how I see things. <laughs> this is my how my brain works. I'm not trying. It's just, you know, they can't all be gems, but I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just, just like, that's that's the thing that pops into my head, and then I want to say it. And uh, sometimes, and I'm glad that I've had this show for the last two years, because now I can just say all of the absurd things that pop into my head and, you know, strike out a lot, but it's fine as far as connecting the absurd thought to your funny bone. But I do appreciate you guys. There's always room for jello. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for comedy. It requires full commitment, catharsis through performance. 100%. It is a fully committed performance. And will, uh, believe you me, Dave Grohl playing the drum beat for Smells Like Teen Spirit, it is a fully committed moment. And that's that's what really sells the song. That beat. It's just a very... It keeps that song moving. And then he got he drops down to the... In the verse, which is so understated, but authoritative. I could talk about music all day and all night. And I just might. But I must go to the burlesque. I must go to the... Drag show. With Rand Paul's Drag Race. Imagine that, though. Imagine Rand Paul's Drag Race. That would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, somebody make that poster. Please. Rand Paul's Drag Race. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> well, I love you all. Just like Frank says. Well, that's it. That's all she wrote. I'm going to go tap dance. This is my shirt that I'm going to wear tonight. It's beautiful, isn't it? Y'all are beautiful. Thank you so much. He does look like Rube McClanahan. He does. 
that's really what we learned today. Rand Paul is Rune Clanahan. This is Doppelganger. Okay, bye.